the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Hello and welcome again. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We appreciate you listening to our program. If you have given to while you're single, want to say thank you very much. We appreciate your giving. And if you have not had the opportunity to give, we'd like to request that you consider giving to while you're single. We're going to need your help to keep this going. Your giving enables us to have our monthly service for singles from which the podcast is produced. So please consider praying about what to give to while you are single. And if you would like to do that, we encourage you to go to our website, whileyouaresingle.org, click on the giving tab, and you'll be able to give from there. All the same, we appreciate you listening. And we hope that if this has blessed you, impacted you, inspired or informed you in any way, that God will place in your heart what to give. All the same, thanks for listening to While You're Single podcast. And without further ado, here is part four of Who Stole my fruit. Enjoy. Pride would choke the thing that God has put in your heart, a relationship that God has brought to you. Pride would choke it. Oh, you're not going to talk to me that way. Oh, I'm going to have the last word. Oh, you want to get into an argument? <laughs> you don't know who you're talking to. Choke the relationship. It's not somebody that is not an unbeliever. This is a Christian, a believer who wants to get married. And they're barely in the relationship and they want to one-up the other person. Oh, no, it's my way or the highway. Pride will choke the relationship. Anger is another thorn in the flesh. In Galatians 5, 16 to 23, we're told what's of the spirit and what's of the flesh. Anger is one of those things. Anger would choke a relationship. Jealousy will choke is a thorn. It would choke a relationship. Insecurity will choke a relationship. There are thorns. And a lot of us didn't know those thorns existed until we got in a relationship. Some people don't know they had jealousy until they saw the guy look at another girl. Or the guy be friendly to somebody who the guy already knows, who is attractive, all of a sudden, the lady has an issue and it chokes the relationship. Or a situation where the lady talks about some guy, you know, who is, you know, maybe she's like talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson and oh man, you know, not because she likes him, but just talking about him. And the guy, insecurity, he didn't know he had it until he said, what are you trying to say? Choke the relationship. Thorns. Tradition can be a thorn. Because remember I told you, the thorns were there before the word came. And everybody knows our traditions, our cultures, our ways of doing things came, we were raised up in those things before the word came. Choke a relationship. Jesus said, your traditions has made the word of God of no effect. Are you kidding me? Jesus said this. Your traditions has made the word of God of 
no effect. I'm like, wow, culture can choke relationship thorns. So what's, what's the bottom line? We need to weed those thorns. Before you want to get into a relationship, you need to clean up your heart, clean up your life. Let the word of God set you apart, sanctify and clean all that stuff up so that when the word comes for a relationship, those things will not interfere. Now, to be to be frank, there are some thorns you can't get rid of. Even though I said family can be thorns, you can't just get rid of your family. You know, you, and, and what I mean is you can't say you're not my dad anymore. You're not my mom anymore. You're not my brother anymore. You know, you can't do that. You know, maybe they might not stay with you, but they can't, you know. So in those cases, there's some thorns that you can't do nothing about except rely on God's grace. Okay, it reminds me of Paul, a thorn in the flesh. But God says, my grace is sufficient for you. So grace will help you overcome thorns, the thorns you cannot handle. Obviously, even those thorns that you can handle, you can handle them because God gives you the grace to handle them or get rid of them or let him remove those things from your life. But here's the bottom line. Thorns were already there, and that's why we need to examine ourselves and let God remove those thorns from our lives. Amen? The fourth group were those that bore fruit. Some 30, some 60, some 100. It's interesting the way, I like the way Luke presented this information. Mark simply said, these are those that hear the word. They accept it, again reinforcing that the first group didn't accept it. Okay, they hear it, accept it, and bear fruit. Matthew says, they hear it, they accept it, and indeed bear fruit and bring forth. Okay, let me say that again. They hear it, accept it, and indeed bear fruit. Let me put it this way. They hear it accept it, they do it, and bear fruit. Hear it, accept it, apply it, bear fruit. So here it is. Some people are fruitful in their relationship because they got the word from God, they received it, accepted it, walked in it, applied it, now they bore fruit in their relationship. I like the way Luke phrases it. He kind of summarizes the whole reason why some are fruitful and others aren't. Luke says, they are those that, and I'm kind of quoting from the Amplified Version, that those that bear fruit, those that fell on good ground, are those who have a good and honest and good heart. They cling to it or hold fast to it and bear fruit with patience. Ah, the other two didn't mention the patience part and they didn't reinforce the kind of heart they have, which again reinforces the first group. Why? Nothing happened. They only heard it. They didn't receive it. These people that bear fruit, whether it's 30, 
whether it's 60, whether it's 100, they are people who receive the Word of God with a good heart, with a heart that is noble, with an honest heart, and they cling to it, they hold fast to it, and they bear fruit with patience. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not such a bad thing if it's taken a while. It's not such a bad thing if it seems like it's taking too long because the people that sprang up quickly, immediately, immediately fell off. When the sun came up, when the persecution came, as quickly as the relationship started, as quickly as it dissolved. In fact, some translations say, where it says they stumble or fall away, some translations say it means they get offended. They get offended. And I like to play with the word offend. If you break the word offend, you end up with the word off, end. Off, end. If the enemy can get you off the word, he can end what God is trying to do. Off end, because they were now rooted. So Colossians 2, 7, I want to encourage you, the New Living Translation says, let your root grow down in him. Let your root grow down in him and build your life on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Colossians 2, 7, New Living Translation. Let your root grow down in him. Let your life be built up on him. Then your faith will be strong and your faith will be strong in the truth that you've been taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Be rooted and grounded in God's word. And sometimes that takes time. So, those that bear fruit are those that have a tender heart. They have an honest good heart. They receive it. They cling onto it. They hold on to it. Some translations say they retain it. Some say they keep it. They hold fast to it with a good heart. And they bear fruit with patience. Some 30, some 60, some 100. Some people date for five years and get married. Some people date for three years and get married. Some people date for a year and get married. Don't compare yourself to other people. Some 30, some 60, some 100. Some people get married, have kids after five years. Some people get married, have kids after two years. Some people get married, before the honeymoon is over, they have kids. In fact, they have triplets. Don't compare your relationship with somebody else's because some 30, some 60, some 100. Regardless of when it happens or how it happens, you bore fruit. That's the most important thing. Don't compare your relationship with others. So to cover it all up, the question is, okay, having said all of that, how do I make my relationship fruitful? Well, number one, I want to make sure that when God gives me the word, I receive it, I hold on to it fast. I don't let anyone or anything talk me out of this word that God has given me. 
Number two, I want to make sure that I'm rooted and grounded in the Word of God. I want to make sure that I allow my roots to grow down into Christ, who is the Word. I want to make sure I'm built up in Him, built up on Him, so that my faith will be strong and my faith will be strong in the truth, the word that he gave me, and I can rejoice with thankfulness. Number three, I need to examine my life, make sure there are no thorns. Deal with those thorns, deal with anger, deal with pride, whatever it is. God just, I'm an open book, take them out. In some cases, maybe I need to go on the fast, whatever the case may be, whether it's a fast, whether it's just seeking God through prayer or just putting into action what I know. I know because, you know, you meet people. They say, well, I'm just the way I am. That's just the way I am. You know, that's just the way I am. I said, how about you change the way you are? Because there's a reason why we have what they call self-control. Not others control, but self-control. Weed out the thorns from our lives and let the grace of God deal with those thorns that we can handle. When we exceed those three, then, of course, we can be fruitful in our relationships. Amen? Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.